0: All right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. We're here on another Wednesday night under the lights at our new time on Wednesdays in prime time. We're here the night before Christmas, as many of us may look at it, the night before the NFL season. Uh, definitely Christmas in Christmas in the air at this point. Um, so yeah, we got special guests in the building. I got Jordan. What's going on, Jordan?
1: Not a whole lot, man. Uh, just dealing with the heat here in Colorado, unfortunately. But yeah. at least uh, football season's here. Finally, we get to actually care about NFL games rather than watching preseason that really doesn't matter, even though the NFL wants it to matter.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they they ran they ran the NFL, the, the preseason down our throats. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> What's going on, Maui?
2: What's up, man? Another week. Yeah. What One of my favorites, my man, George, one of my favorites, you know?
3: Yeah,
0: we got our our, our, our Mal Mal High brethren, uh, you know, but yeah, so we here, man, we got a definitely great show lined up for you, so got a great show, we'll be talking about the college football uh, playoff, expanding to 12, Serena Williams, Mm -hmm. Um, a lesson in journalism in the uh, Trey Lance uh, annoyed story. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, we'll talk about the games that we're looking forward to see this week. Um, And, you know, we're giving our game balls for the first time. Probably this calendar. (laughs) Yeah, probably three picks in the NFL. So what we're going to do, we'll we'll take a brief timeout, and we'll be right back on Couch Coach Live. We'll kick that intro, and we'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back here once again, um, under, here, under the lights here on Couch Coach Live, so we're back at it. And before we start the show, got Guy, give a huge shout out to the good folks at Goalie. Head over to Goalie.com, use the promo code COUCHCOACH to get yourself 10% off at checkout. So normally, the night before Christmas, we you know we usually kind of talk about games, we talk about certain things, certain aspects, but we had a. A, somewhat of a bombshell, kind of, we kind of expect this was going to happen. <laughs> Whether you have, uh, about this um, earlier um, in the year when it was official, uh, but Friday pretty much was the day, Hey, that we know that's going to potentially that it, it, it will happen. So obviously um it's going to expand from four teams currently to now t- 12 possibly starting 26, but we all know if they say saying up to you know starting 2024, it's gonna happen in two years. So, oh, yeah, you know, that's the language you're right. So, um, comprised of that 12 is going to be six conference winners and then six at large bids. Mm-hmm. And then, how set up at this point, they want to uh pretty much the first four teams get a bat where seeds five through 12 will duke it out in the first round. So, fellas, I'm going to go around the horn. I'm going to go with our guest first. Jordan, your thoughts on the college football expanding to 12
1: teams. It needed to happen. I mean, you look at it. I- I'm glad they started with four, but honestly, four didn't feel like enough. I thought it would go yeah. to eight just because I felt like eight would be enough. But you know what, 12? I- I'm cool with 12. But if you look at the other uh, divisions, I mean, the FCS, which is below Division One, they have 32, which is way too many if you ask me. Division two, which uh, they have 28, and division three, even smaller with 32. So I'm glad they're actually adding 12 teams. I never really liked the BCS, it it drove Mm -hmm. me nuts because you have a computer figuring it out, and then the four teams, it was more, it's a committee, but at least that was better. But now we have 12, and you know what? They might as well just go ahead and say, let's do it in 2024. Why wait? I mean, this is what we've been waiting for. Right. Basically, what this is saying to me, too, is that the Bulls really don't matter. I- I'm glad that this is actually happening. Matt, what would you get?
2: It just seemed like they Are finally figured out it. Their- there's a lot of money to be made. Like when I, like, they, it was 600 million and it, what doubled to what? $1.2 billion. There's a lot of TV, mm-hmm. you know, like right now you gotta, you either going to get left behind, or you going to have to compete. Like I, I'm just looking at this summer with the, like, we were talking about the WNBA, but then you had all, you had one-on-one, you had the big three, you had all these different things this summer fighting for and competing against Major League, that's what's weird too, Major League Baseball. But it was just so many things on actually TV, man, that seemed like they're, they're fighting for spots. It's a lot of money to be made, especially with the streaming services. Mm-hmm. That's $1.2 billion. That's a lot. That's what, double what they were already doing. And then we're crying for that. You know, the, the new media, we want – every day it's something else that we want to talk about. Everything wants to trend. So why would you want to be left behind? Everybody else is starting to change formats. Why would you want to be left behind? I mean, look mm-hmm. at the NFL adding extra games. Look at the NBA with the, with, you know what I mean? Like with, um, with the, um, the tournament before the playoffs, like, and then they're still talking about adding another tournament. So it's just got to do it, man. You know what I mean? Got to figure out something new. You got you can't be stuck into the old, you know what I mean?
1: Completely and the agree. BC,
2: and and the point system sucked.
1: Oh yeah, I, I hated that. I hated that. I hated the BCS. I, I'm not even a fan of the four team playoff, but at least we yeah. have it. it. It's a start.
2: Right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. I if yeah, I think initially when it first came down, I was like, Oh, I like this. This is gonna be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this and third, and motion happened. Then I think Saturday you kind of got a glimpse of reality because you look at the Georgia and Oregon game where that's a three versus eleven. In theory, that would potentially be a semifinal game, and that game was horrible. And the thing about it, and that, I, I'm gonna say like this: I'm okay with it expanding, but not to twelve because twelve is it's almost gonna be like a participation trophy. And All I right. think people going to use that as a badge of honor, like, you know, oh, well, we made it to the college football playoffs, but you got smacked. And I, that kind of I, people going to hate me in Ann Arbor, but people, probably, Michigan looked at it like, hey, we did make it, you know, but what ended up happening on New Year's Eve, you got smacked by Georgia. So the the only thing I I, I, I understand why, because the money.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: mm-hmm. Now it's point where that's what's going to end up happening. The stream is going to take over that because obviously you seen like, you know, pretty much they're going to adopt that NFL model where all these networks are going to get a piece of the pie. So no one's right. going to left left out in the dark. Everybody's going to have a slice of their own pie. Some might get a bigger slice than others. Some might get, you know, a, a, a thinner crust. Some might get, mm-hmm. you know, cheese, cheese um, stuff. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in theory, mm-hmm. That's the thing where I understand where it comes from. I understand, it. but the, 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 level of play is going to be awful. And like, to me, especially the way the conferences are are going. to be now where it's going to do get the conference championship, six of them, but then it's almost like you get six, but then where the other six at large going to come. They're going to come from those pretty much, you know, that's where I'm, Curious is okay. Well, are we going to have a cap on how many SEC teams? Because you might mess around and have four out of those six at large bids go to SEC teams or mm-hmm. to the Big Ten. I mean, that's the Big Ten, but yeah, put the Big Ten. But you think about now with UCLA and also to, and also to our um and also a great point. And I talked about this um, on Saturday um, with the fellas on the gauntlet and um, our guy Jacob Krisner, he made a, a great point and it really kind of it, it thought in my mind too. Right, right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> Because what's going up happening with that, you're gonna you're gonna turn these so-called blue bloods of college football into Cinderellas. You're gonna turn like the Texas of the world as blue bloods, you you know, as as Cinderellas, you're gonna have like you know, Tennessees, those type of teams that potentially sneaking in that back door and getting those at large bids. So I get it, but a part of me is like I'm just more so of the level of the competition. More so of, because we were even in the fourteen playoff, there's always that semifinal that just really disappoints.
1: That, that's true. That's why I th- kind of thought maybe let's do eight instead of 12, just because mm-hmm. maybe the matchups would be better. But you're definitely right. You definitely hit a point where we're not going to have great matchups in, say, the first or second round. Maybe further on we might, but you're definitely right. But either way, at least it's expanded more than four, because four, honestly, I don't think you have the competition that – and we've seen it in the semifinals. It's nice to see that they're at least having a little bit more say, hey, let's have more in to have maybe more complete competition. So I guess right. we'll just it's more of a wait and see well, what happens.
2: Let me ask you by expanding. I'm just saying in the future. I know at first it's going to be a certain way, but do you think like because a lot of people go to these big schools because they get TV they could be mm-hmm. on TV and they get seen a lot. But if you're going to expand it, don't you think that other schools that might have a chance to be there will have a chance to get these big recruits Recruits also? Because some of those big recruits don't even get a chance to play. They're just on that team.
1: That is a good point, especially if you do make the uh, college football playoff or, and have some of yeah. these primetime games. Yeah, you're right. Those recruits could end up seeing more airtime I mean, on the primetime.
2: I'm sure it's going to take some time. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's going to mm-hmm. take some time because, you know, you know, everybody's used to the same thing. But once you realize, man, I don't have to travel so far, I could still be, you know what I mean? And then maybe make, I always say this from coach since I started being on the show that I feel like we don't give the coaches, the, the GMs and all that. We don't give them a lot of pressure where they need to build a team. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they always get the, well, the, the blame the players or put it on the players when they need to do their job. You know what I mean? They, they need to do their job and go out there and get them. You know what I mean? Don't just think just because you're Alabama, Clemson, and blah 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 that everybody's gonna just come to your school. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: That's true.
0: And th- and that's the thing where they get that kind of key- cliche because that cachet because mm-hmm. like, hey they are like putting guys in the NFL left and right like where right. that's where the, that's kind of somewhat of the difference because they are like the pro <laughs> Everybody mm. half our defensive line is from Alabama, so right. and just like and, and vice versa, so you just look at the simple fact of they're always going to be that those type of teams where and that that's where it's not gonna be riches because they've always there and it's it, and I wouldn't say it's stacked against them. I mean stacked for them, but they're the ones that's constantly there because of their recruiting and it's right. you know they're doing their jobs. And the thing about it is even with the transfer portal, which that could that, that that helps level the playing field, but it, it's not going to make it ever level because people are still going to clamor to those to those schools. Especially if you're a, if you're a fast art athlete, you're going to Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, like well, you know Clemson's what? and all that. Well, I don't oh. know about Clemson at this point because they've been kind of a little bit.
2: I don't want to go overdo it. I don't want to overdo it, but think about, like, I know Miami beat ACBU, uh, uh, but think about how, not Alabama, but uh, Miami. Remember how Miami was back in the day?
1: Oh, yeah, they were great. F- they were great who, school. Who,
2: right, who would ever thought that they, they I think they're getting better now, but think about it, like, you would always thought that they would be extra dominant, dominant all the time, you know what I mean? What happened to make everybody say, hey, I don't want to go to Miami anymore. I want to go to Alabama. I want to go to to uh, of course Ohio State and and, and Michigan and Notre Dame. Who'd have thought Notre Dame wouldn't be as with you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I coaching, recruiting, and just all of it too. And
2: right.
0: like <laughs> you think about like those another perspective. Like what's going on in Texas, where now you seeing like kind of what like Sarkeesians is doing now, where they're trying to get guys in the state of Texas. You see in most of these places. Mm-hmm. Gas from the state of texas they're going you know elsewhere like they're trying to get that talent it's like everyone. i think that's what they're trying to bring that back because he's a great recruit mm-hmm. as well if he can hell if he can get kids to go to eugene oregon he damn sure can get those kids to go to miami to miami florida and um, in miami gardens
1: it's just oh. it's the same problem colorado has if you look at colorado state i know they're in the mountain west not a um Big time school. And then you look at Colorado Pac-12. I know the Pac-12 was down. We cannot or I'm saying we as in Colorado cannot recruit these guys to come play at our schools because of the the level of college football. They'd rather go to Alabama. They'd rather go to USC, Stanford, to which are these programs that are much better mm-hmm. than Colorado and Colorado State.
0: Yeah, and which sucks for you guys, Jordan, where like especially now with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten where I think you could have got – that could have been a situation where I think you could have got some gas that's, that's like Big Ten. But now, hell, I'm just going to go to SC or uh, UCLA and, and 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 get that type of – that Midwest experience.
1: Oh, I completely so, agree. I think it's – if you look at it, I know uh, when I was on the show last time, we were talking about – how you know those teams were going to the Big 10 and honestly I think it was a mistake for Colorado to go from the Big 12 to the Pac 12 because they thought they were going to get recruiting they were going to get all this mm-hmm. money and what has happened now well obviously the conference is starting to go down I I heard that they were going to go back to the Big 12 that mm. apparently that is not on the on the table anymore but I have to say if the Big 12 calls or even if the uh I heard Big Ten. If they start calling, you might as well go because then you can actually recruit a little bit better and get these major recruits. Mm. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, but yes, and I I understand it's the money and everybody's going to come, they're going to come marching forward. And hell, I mean, hey, it's good. Like, I understand the kind of rationale behind it, but (laughs) just don't expect. I just don't just don't expect the good games. Like you know, we always, especially that, that 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 um, you always think like when we had those national semifinal games on New Year's Eve. You're like, oh man, we got football. I got all the pomp and circumstance, finger foods, all kind of stuff, and then it's just like it's a letdown, and it's just like. Yikes! Like it's always a letdown since 2014.
1: It has been, and i pretty much turned those games off by maybe a halftime, maybe into the third quarter. Yeah, but I just don't want to see a
0: blowout. Yeah, I hate it. But I still, I'm, I'm still, and I think this year is going to be New Year's Eve as well. So I'm definitely, you know, I'll definitely tune in regardless if it's bad mm-hmm. or not, and it probably will be. But yeah, <laughs> but yep, yeah, it is it is a trip what is going on in college football these days. But hey, we gotta evolve. Mm-hmm. You know. I still wanna be a dinosaur half the time. I'm like no. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: issue. But I'm telling you. Gave, I give it about 10, 15 years. You're going to be, you're going to be, just like
0: I'm a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, I'm just right.
1: waiting for Colorado to be bowl eligible. I mean, we haven't been bowl right. eligible in,
0: I don't know, five, right. six right. years. Right. Right. I want to be a dinosaur again. It'll be all
2: right. <laughs> It'll be all right.
0: Man, we got um, Serena Williams. So, Serena, um, was eliminated in Wilmington. Oh, not Wilmington, but the U.S. Open. Wow. What am I talking about? But yeah, the U.S. Open. Um, so I guess it's official. She has retired. I know the Vogue magazine that she did um, the, uh, when she was on in the magazine last month said that this was going to be her last uh, hurrah. Allegedly. we we'll, we'll know. But, you know, we'll just take it at face value today. It's September the 8th. I mean, September 7th, it, it, it changed, but it's, she's officially retired from the game of tennis. So we'll go around the horn, fellas. Um, guest thoughts on Serena Williams and her legacy.
1: I have to say that, you know, it was a joy to watch her on the court. I mean, what she mm-hmm. did for American tennis yes, it is was. unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would watch a tennis tournament just to see her and when Venus was actually at the top of her game, just to watch those two actually play. I mean, it, yeah. it is sad to see her leave. But if you look at it, I mean, she's second in all-time tournament wins. and She's only one off of the record. So maybe that's the only reason to come back. But for all intents and purposes, it's, she's probably done. She's won all the Grand Slams. I mean, she didn't do it in a calendar year, but she won all of them. And it's like, what more does she have to prove? I mean, she's going to go down as the greatest women's American tennis player, maybe even the whole tennis player as, in a, right. as a woman to actually play. I mean, it was just a joy right. for to watch her, and she will be missed in this game.
2: Right.
0: Um, your thoughts, Maui?
2: Man, you know, like I, like he said, 23-time 23, 23 Grand Slam champion. Like, man, I, I mean, bottom line is, man, she was something special. And it was like like I wrote some words that I put a heart, desire, power, transformation, icon, dominant thickness lord but um <laughs> but you know <laughs> um but still um man she just was a figure man just straight power like she went i think her sister was a little more finesse than her mm-hmm. but man that had to be hell to get that served coming from her like you know what i mean yeah. and then like the emotion and you know like, she was almost like like I put her with Kobe together like that killer instinct. You know oh, what I'm, I mean?
1: I completely agree with that.
2: And, and I'm really freestyling cuz a lot of stuff that he said I wrote down but just dominance, man, and then at the same time, humbleness. Like she can go for one more, maybe win, but let me bow out. You know what I mean? And and she seemed like it's what it's weird because I think I think a lot of icon athletes they be wanting to retire early, but it's like they're such a major figure. I give you one Muhammad Ali, if you follow his career towards the end of the 70s, going into the 80s, he was wrestling. It was like he was such a public figure that everybody needed him because he sold tickets. You know what I mean? And I feel like that that that's what she was. Like she was she needed to be there to just keep the sport going and keep people because she had she had that it factor. You know what I mean? She had that last name. She she was the 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 gatekeeper the bear like you know oh, I beat such and such or I I got beat by such and such like so man I think she's ready to she's forty one you know she'd be forty one I think she's ready to go she seemed like she said I I'm ready to be free that was her words I'm ready mm-hmm. to be free so man kudos to her her and congrats a lot of people retiring all around a lot of people retiring this year yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Serena Williams, man, it's like, it's, it's still, I'm still amazed at kind of this journey, obviously starting in in the late nineties and just, you know, just a simple fact of, you know, when she was, she came into an age where I think essentially where there were great tennis players at that time. I I think Mm -hmm. people don't realize, especially in the beginning of her career, obviously I think of people like Martina Hingis. Who was like dominant at that time? Also, uh, Lindsay Davenport. Okay. Um, it was a lot of good tennis players at that time, and then for her to kind of come on the scene, her and also Venus as well, um, and just just to think like wow, like we here you know twenty plus years later, and she has accomplished all this. And like you said, George, she's a person that you would sit down and watch a game because she had that type of that draw that type of, just that type of appeal. And even you can just tell, even, uh, I I don't know if guys caught last Monday's match where pretty much uh, in all the match really, but Monday, the star of all stars was out there. Everybody was there just rooting her on. And then Mm -hmm. even at the end of that match, um, she, you know, you know, many of her like celebrity. friends and all that, you know, pretty much Tuesday as well. But then obviously came crashing down on, on Friday night. But, um, like you said, the 23 Grand Slams. Um, actually, the fact that she was a she was ranked number one in w, um, WTA tour 319 weeks in a row.
1: Wow. I didn't realize that,
0: that. Outstanding. That is just something. you. That's dominant. And that's where, you know, and then also um, gold medalists. Four-time gold nice. medalists. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you, that's just such a great um, feat at this at this day and age and and then it's just crazy to think like to for her to be 40 and still playing at a dominant level and even because i i don't know for what i recall when i was younger like when you were tennis player and you're in your 30s it's like you're just about done i mean it's mm-hmm. almost like you're like you're at a point cool. where it's like you know you should be bowing out and for her to still be dominant in her 30s and even to this point being being here 40' about to be 41 and still mm-hmm. playing at somewhat of a high level even at this stage um it's just its something it's just a great feat and it's just and it just speaks to the dominance of the generation I think that's where I think a lot of people will kind of and that's one thing I, I don't I, I hate about how like people deem it like dominance is a bad thing mm-hmm. but it is what it is because like um because I remember everybody used to, was propping up a share. Pulver and everybody kept on saying "Oh, venus you know kept on beating her well i mean venus, venus and serena and you know but that's just goes to show you people you know people will always kind of denigrate that almost kind of think what's gonna happen with lebron james where people are gonna look at his era and think oh, well, he- always <clears> wait." <throat> don't stack against like as far as where people go but he was just dominating the sport and i think that's what serena's gonna be dominating her sport as well mm-hmm. where people gonna forget and realize hey that's just that's just the mark of her greatness mm-hmm. even though yeah you may not hear some people her competitors name as far as like how we talked about in her early years mm-hmm. but you might have to like a maria sheriff down the road or whatever but it is what it is and you can't you can't help the year that you were born in the in the area that you played mm-hmm. so um, kudos to serena man and right. like you said i don't know part of me it was one day because she kind of kind of hinted like she might come back I, i'm so i'm at a point now where it's almost like i only believe it until like i don't see right. it like because i'm at a point because everybody then retired and i'm retired so but i i i don't know but for now um you know she's she's retired but yeah, yeah. but a hell, hell of a career
1: Did
2: I see staff, the movie
1: Oh, I did
2: not. I didn't see the no. movie. okay no well I'm gonna let you talk to but the thing about it is the way he laid it out with with Venus, like she was supposed to just be the the, the, the spark the fire because he knew like it's like he knew Serena was going to be the fire, like the flame that really or the gasoline that really make it go hard. like it's like he could control Venus a little bit more, and mm-hmm. she was going make people comfortable. And Serena was just going to be that one that just say, "I don't even care. I'm just going to take over." You know what I like it's it, it, it's so strange because when you think about her I'm just like, one was really was like Michael Jordan, and the other one really was like Kobe Bryant. Like, mm. like, like seriously, you know what I mean? Okay, go ahead, George. My bad.
1: All, all I was going to say is going to Couch Coach's point is, you know, we have seen athletes retire like Michael Jordan did in his heyday. Came back, and of course, he was younger. Rob Ginkowski retired, came back. So is mm-hmm. this really the end? Maybe. I mean, I am going to take it for face value now, but I definitely mm. watched that interview, watched that whole match, and then there was like right. a hint of maybe I'll come back just to right. try to tie the record. So I, I definitely agree yeah. with Couch Coach there. Yeah,
0: but um, yeah, and it was great. And even at, I don't know, and it's weird because even now thinking about it, the the final speech, it, it was, it was kind of, and I was like, it's something. It's, it's some left in there. It's something left. It's it's it's. it's, it's I, I I'm telling you, something left in that because it's like it's like some a lot of things. I don't think was was kind of was left unsaid, but I would not be surprised. But if she does retire, I hey, hell of a career, right? I think there's a a, a droplet left of her to potentially come back, but that's just me. Talking, I'm not a sports psychologist. I just, I'm just, a, I'm just a jag with opinion. I'm just, a, I'm just a guy with an opinion. I'm a jag, so you know, I'm a jag with an opinion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm sure gonna miss Jim shorts. <laughs> oh boy!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Somebody had to say you know. it. <laughs> but yeah,
0: so uh, <laughs> but yeah, so next thing we're going to talk about, and this could be a, I guess, this could be this potential thesis when it comes to um journalism and what kind of what not to do so. Um, I, I got Albert Breer and I like Albert Breer this is no this is no like crapping on Albert Breer he's, he's a great guy but um, so obviously we know about Jimmy G has re-signed well re his contract with the San Francisco 49ers pretty much he'll be there and also what's crazy about it is he has a no trade clause on his contract I'm like hmm but mm. I, I guess about that point Um, so Albert Breer he um, had a story out um, and pretty much citing that Trey Lance was a little annoyed in the aftermath of the Jimmy G restructuring of his contract, right? So then he kind of walked it back and said that he cleaned up and stated that he that it was a, it was it was it was news that was complicated to Trey Lance um, to take. It was complicated news for him to take. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, I want your your thoughts on yeah, just this sure. whole miss just journalism mishap that that our Breer kind of uh, uh walked into
1: well as a journalist you don't want that information to come out even if he said even if the real quote was he was annoyed now it's complicated you still don't want that to come out because that does look bad on Trey Lance and I don't blame Train Lance for being saying he was it was complicated or annoyed or whatever the actual quote is because of the fact that he thought he was going to be the man in San Francisco. He was oh. going to be the starter, and Jimmy G. I mean, we've heard so we heard so many trade rumors. I heard Jimmy G. to the Broncos. I've heard Jimmy G. to Seattle. Oh, they were going to cut him, go to Cleveland. So I don't blame Trey Lance to be annoyed or have this be a complicated situation because you have kind of built a little drama even without the quote because of the fact that if Trey Lance starts to struggle, Jimmy G. is going to end up going. Getting the playing time, you really as a starting quarterback. I know Trey Lance is young. This is his second year. You want that playing time, and we know if San Francisco takes a little bit of a step back, guess who's going to come right back in? Jimmy G. Yeah, Yo. what you got, maui
2: I completely agree. I, the dude I was watching said that Trey Lance may be and have been annoyed because he said he was super excited like six times doing the presser, but. He's a human being, and regardless, mm-hmm. they play for the same team. The hand he was dealt is that Jimmy G, um, went deep into the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. It it is what it is. So it's just like, damn, okay. But regardless, you are the you it, you are young. You are the future. Just just hey man, it it may be another year. It may be you know what I mean because you do mess up. At least you got Jimmy G can come in and maybe give you a couple games. They're gonna eventually say you the one. You know what right. I mean? Uh but it is all part, it's all part of the game. It is what it is. You know what I mean? You want you you put you you are quarterback, one of the biggest franchises in the league. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But I, I completely understand. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm annoyed, but then you gotta just look at the positive side and say, Hey, at least it's not somebody new coming in that you know, completely, you know, might might sabotage the situation to get the job. You know what I mean? Or something like that, you know? At least it's Jimmy G, somebody that he knows.
1: That is true. I mean, you look at uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation, how many times have we heard that, oh, Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback, but yet Aaron Rodgers keeps saying, oh, I'm going to stay. So we really don't know what uh, Jordan Love has in him because he hasn't started. At least Trey Lance will get that opportunity.
2: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think, like you said, I think it is a situation where he was annoyed. Because, I mean, I, it's, it's rightfully so because you mm-hmm. got to think about it. Yes, you know, you, it's, it's, it's competition. And I'm the I'm quarterback. I'm supposed to be – I'm really supposed to be the Patrick Mahomes to this, to this San Francisco 49ers offense. I'm supposed to be that next level. I'm supposed to be that guy that's supposed to take it to the next level. So, to me, that's kind of one of those where I'm, you know, I'm, you know, or like even, you say maybe like a Justin Herbert in a sense, where he's supposed to elevate, um, I say, evaluate, um, mm-hmm. to, to elevate, to elevate their, their offense. Yes. And I like, and how, and yes, he is going to be QB one in the depth chart, but you got trade, you still got Jimmy G right there, which mm-hmm. that's another one where, that wouldn't sit right with me either because to me it's like you you're not confident in me and 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 that's rightfully so. And I understand why he why you know he was complicated uh, at, mm-hmm. at it, but no, it, it is what it is. It's it's the human it's, it's the human nature of it all. Where right. yes, if, especially for him, it's supposed to be a year. And like you said, and you know. It, you're talking about somebody may be maybe may nuke may come. Yeah, it could happen because you gotta think about it. I mean, I don't know how bad that we we still expect this team to you know make um you know to, to make a sizable run and potentially go to Super Bowl. But if this yeah. thing blows up in their face and they're thrust in the same position like they was in 2020, where you know, in, you know, if they knock on wood, but if they have like an injury rattle season. And they become, you know, like one of the worst teams in the league, like they were in 2020. And this is a robust quarterback class of
1: 2023.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know Cal like that no more. But I, the, the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders Circuit 2010 oh, he'll go and get a quarterback. Oh, he'll go and get somebody. he snag a guy in that draft if he has.
2: So- I wonder if if the trade issue was because Jimmy G still wanted to be a starter. And for him to get the re- redo his contract, he, they probably had to sit down with him and say, look, we're not going to let you start. You got to accept that you're going to be the second string. We got to move on. You know what I mean? But we'd rather have you here than have somebody else or, you know what I mean? What y'all think? Y'all think that happened? (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: It may have, because why else would they want to keep Jimmy G for and restructure his contract?
2: I've been trying to tell Cam Newton that for the longest, but he ain't listening. But go ahead, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think it's just to save face, because I think... (laughs) He was linked to pretty much... Like I still think if... If Deshaun Watson was suspended for a whole entire year, I think Jimmy G probably would have been on his Cleveland on the Cleveland roster on the Cleveland right. team, which it went up happening was it's, it's, I'll give you a great analogy. It's the end of the night. You 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 out out of the nightclub, it's the last call for alcohol, it's the last time to call for the call if you wanna you bring somebody home this the last time. So this is the last dish effort. Like he there really was no market for Jimmy G. So it's almost like he was forced into this into this spot where, wow. you know, and I just found it interesting that the no trade clause was, uh, was there because I think that's another thing I think adds a little bit of element to it mm-hmm. because you think about it, if you're a team and maybe, I, you know, like if, you're, if your first string if your QB one goes out, but she's still somewhat having somewhat of a good system, I mean a good season in a sense, and you might need a guy like a Jimmy G to kind of bring you over the hump. He'd be a nice acquisition, almost kind of how they acquired him, um, you know, years ago when they got him in the mid season. I decided it was rather odd that they that they wait that he has a no trade clause, but yeah, I think that's, that's the I, reason I, why. That,
2: that would it, bother me. That
0: would bother I me. Think, and I think the reason for that. Because they're they're not secure with Trey Lance, because that lets me know. Hey, yeah, that's the annoying part. That's yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I think he realized. And 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 I understand San Francisco' rationale behind it because they have a window that could, they can could win a 2 Bowl. They were they were pretty much on on the verge of making it last year. Um, you know, some few little stuff here and there, but I mean, really, a drop interception. I mean, honestly, they dropped that interception. We could be talking about the San Francisco 49ers as a as a Super Bowl um, winner potentially. So
2: that's exactly what it is. You think they want to get rid of Trey so they want that's why they want to give him a chance.
1: I think it's more to see what they have in him because they really yeah. don't know what they have in him other than what a couple of preseason games. I did he I don't remember if he started last year. I think it was more Jimmy G
0: he played like two games. I know one time he played. I think he played like two games, and I think he did solid in those two games. If I remember, sure correct. But I think this is just one of those where what's how, what would be a good analogy? It's almost like if you got two cars and you're scared that both of them are going to break down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep one just in case that one car breaks down and the other. And I think they know they can kind of keep the tires of Jimmy G if the road gets rough. Because the beautiful thing with San Francisco is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, they got an early good, I think their first six games are like completely winnable. I think they got a really easy road those first six games. I think six or seven games. I forgot, not hundred percent sure. But if he struggles, you know, potentially he'll, um, you know, you know, if they um, they might bring Jimmy G in in the fold for that because like if it, it's almost weird. Like I think because you know last year they kind of got up to a, a slow start. Last year, I think where if he's struggling against these bad teams. I think they could put a plug on him. Put a plug on um on um on Trey Lance, I think, um initially. I think if especially in these first four four games, I think they'll I think they'll be more quicker to to, to an You putting Jimmy G back in. I can see that definitely happening.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's exactly what well, now that we're talking about it. that no, I didn't know that about, about that no trade call. That's crazy. I, I ooh, they, I, If I were Trey Lance, I would feel a little, I, my, him and my agent, we would need to be saying, yeah, that's, we need to, need to make sure we got a plan. <laughs> wow.
1: I really have no idea what the plan is in San Francisco other than letting Trey right. Lance see what he can do. Otherwise, yeah. why would you keep uh, Jimmy G?
0: Right. And that's what I'm. That's why I'm. And then, and I think, guess the simple fact of Trey Lance, is just it's it's the it's the cheaper to keep keep him kind of method where it's like, hey, we can't afford to. We've already mortgaged our future for him. But hell, if we can get a Super Bowl out of this, this could potentially you know buy us some buy us some time. Hell, it, you know, it, it, and almost it's it's really. A save ass kind of thing for for John Lynch and Cal Shanahan, honestly. Mm-hmm. If we want to really want to kind of just put it all in a bow and for f- what it really is, it's a save ass. Yeah.
2: Then, <laughs> then you know, um, um, damn, I, I didn't lose it. What the hell? <laughs> but what's the name? Um, damn it, I did lose it. Anyway, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> my bad. I do remember. Um, yeah. You know, Jimmy G is injury prone too, though.
1: That is true.
2: You know that. He, 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 that's one thing that I remember about him. Like, yeah, you sure? know, he he did overthrow that pass. You know, he had some great some moments that he he can be up there. He's had some moments, but I just remember him um, having been injury 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 prone. And I think that's yeah. part of the issue. What they don't have as much faith in him. You know what I mean. He can get them there, though. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, because this I think was their intention. Their intention was yes, Jimmy G, Jimmy G is great, but he can't take us over the hump. It kind of reminded me, right. Allah, uh, kind of how San Francisco was in the same position about ten years ago, where you had Alex Smith. Yes, he's great. Playoffs to take you there, but then you bring in a guy like a Colin Kaepernick who adds a different dimension to this to this offense. It's it's eerily similar to kind of how this is circa. Two, it's almost it's weird how all this type of stuff kind of comes back, where they look at at Trey Lance as that as that gas as that spark as the guy that's gonna right. take them over the top then they realize this may not be it. He's supposed to be like the Patrick Mahomes to the Alex That's Smith. where I
2: was going. That's yeah. what I was going. That's what, yep. really what they're hoping they got. He's yep. supposed to be hoping that Trey Lance can take them over the hump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're hoping. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We're going to – yeah. 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 Box, I got you. Box, I'm going to – I'm going to inbox you, Box. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you on Box. Hang tight. I got you.
1: You might as well <laughs> bring the uh, San Francisco 49ers fan on. I mean – to more explain yeah. what's going on.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the calories. Yeah,
2: 49 ers fan.
1: Yeah, Steven's you know, yeah, a huge 49ers yeah,
2: yeah. fan. Uh-oh.
1: I got you, boss. Sit tight. I got you, bro.
2: I feel like long as they got Debo, they good.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, you got to have a speedy wide receiver, a big tall wide receiver to throw to, so that does that definitely does help.
2: And when he said he wanted his money, I was like, "What is y'all taking all day for?"
1: I asked Stephen Box. <laughs> I think uh, when uh, uh, Couch Coach and I were on the, um, the draft show with Stephen, and uh, cool, I asked Stephen, "What's going on with Debo?" He said, "Oh, this will all get sorted out." I'm like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and yeah." So we'll we'll definitely
0: bring Box in momentarily. I'll Send that link, so he should be out here shortly. But yeah, um it's it's definitely interesting what's going on in the Bay Area. So um, yeah, so we'll definitely get a little bit a little bit of clarity on from a, from a Nana, from a Nana's perspective, you know. But yeah <laughs>
1: But yeah, but
2: most of them don't want Jimmy G, from what I see them They're like, no, we got three lands, <laughs> man. No, we don't want him. We don't want him. <laughs>
1: I really thought they would cut uh, Jimmy G, and he'd end up in Cleveland. Or I mean, the Broncos were mentioned before we got Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, and it's just like even would, it would have made sense for him to go to Seattle. But I knew it wasn't being a trade. Yeah, he should have came to Washington for real. <laughs> I mean, he this is in the fact that we all that stuff
0: that we had to get rid of for Carson Wentz. He'd have been a, a slightly cheaper, and San Francisco. You know, first of all, box before you get. No, because first of all, how in the hell y- we gave y- <laughs> y'all? we get y'all trip wins for a fifth round <laughs> inbox whenever you can. But yeah, like anyway. But uh, I'm telling you, man, it's that type of stuff. Yeah, but
1: I can still see how happy you are with Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> 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 but yeah, what? It's box, but yeah, wait <laughs> but um, yeah. So what we'll do? Um, if box come, oh yeah, we are good. Yeah, there we go. We got box here. All
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> what up, box? What's up? What's up? What's
0: going on? Yeah, you got, you got, hey, we we need uh, we need a one down perspective on this one player. We need Man a little up. clarity.
3: Man, look! I turn on Facebook. I see Trey Lance on the screen. I'm like, let no. me see what these cats talking about. It's like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> let me get in here and set the record straight, man. These dudes been influenced by the media. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> right. real. I'm an Albert Breer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing, man. Yeah one one thing I see a lot of people overlook is. What's a little bit different about Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch? They're the only two people I've seen that don't coach speak you. Everything that they've said to this point that they're going to do, they do. They have not backtracked on anything they said he was going to do. They even were really open with Jimmy and conversating with him before they drafted Trey. They let him know what was going on. Right. So, if you actually go back and look at what got said after Jimmy got brought back, they say, oh, yeah, we've actually been negotiating with Jimmy for about a week now. Go back and look at the interviews that week. What did they start saying that week that they had not been saying before that? We understand Trey going to have some ups and downs. We know that's going to happen. What are they doing? They're giving themselves the built-in excuse to not have to justify why they're not going back to Jimmy. They were putting a vote of confidence in the trade to say, we know he's going to struggle. We're going to stick with him even when he does. It's Trey's team. The only reason Jimmy is still on the roster is because they couldn't trade him because of the shoulder surgery. Mm. Guess what? Mm. Yeah. I told everybody, I'm going to go check the, uh, Play call the sports talk show July 22nd. I said on air, Jimmy Garoppolo would be on the roster. week one at a reduced salary. I'm going to drop another one on y'all right here. Just a couch coach live exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) He will not be on the roster at the end of the season. Unless nobody gets injured. If a playoff contender loses a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting traded. You talk about the no trade clause is there for a reason. It's so that we can't ship Jimmy off to Carolina. So,
1: you really think that if you get, if a team's in a playoff race and loses their quarterback, Jimmy G
3: is going to waive that trade clause? Absolutely. The only reason for the no trade clause is so he can dictate where he goes. That's Uh true. That makes Mm. a lot of sense. Mm. I mean, because if you really think about it, the no trade clause really was kind of there in the first place. We were, I mean, we had already basically told the dude. We drafted your replacement and made you play as a land up quarterback. We weren't gonna just ship him off anywhere. He was always gonna have a say where he went, anyways. So the no tray clause is really just a formality, honestly. But this is Trey Lance's team. Don't forget, Jimmy Garoppolo had a stretch last year where his team went one and four, one and five. Mm-hmm. And they didn't switch to Trey.
0: But that's what I was saying too, but the schedule is a lot easier this time, this go around where you got you know you got a little bit more leg room as far as that. So that's when I think where it's like I always think like, hey, if he struggles in against this competition the first six weeks, it's a little bit it's the leash a little bit little, little bit shorter. Here's the thing,
3: I don't see us losing the first two games, right? But there is one thing that you do have to account for that Jimmy had last year the trade does not have this year last year they had a pro bowl guy at left guard last year they had a pro bowl center that guard lincoln tomlinson left him for agency he has a second year guy who didn't even play last year taking his place we lost alex mack to retirement they have a guy coming in fresh starting fresh at center and we got a rookie right now slated to start at right guard. My biggest concern about my team right now is if our middle of our offensive line is going to hold up. That's mm. my biggest concern. And don't forget, mm. Mike McGlinchy, who is a pretty good right tackle, is just coming back from his first game. This is his first game back. So the only person on my entire offensive line to have 100% confidence in starting week one is Trent Williams. Do you really think yeah. that the, the, yeah, the coach yeah, okay. doesn't know that Trey's going to play behind that? Mm. Mm.
0: But yeah, they're still saving their ass. But ain't nothing wrong with that,
3: though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, my, my thing is, man, the only way I see Jimmy Garoppolo seeing the field at all this year is if Trey Lance gets injured. That's it.
2: <laughs> look! 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 The 49er fans are bullying this job. <laughs>
3: That's funny. don't <laughs>
0: know, no, but that, that, echoing, that echoing our sentiments though, because we were right. talking about how, like you said, the the the, the broken car reference, the two cars. It's better have two cars and one because one might break. So it's more so more of an emphasis on it. Oh yeah, we we all in unison for it.
2: Right. We all right. know
3: what it's all about.
0: You know.
2: But, you know. All right. The, the right. problem
3: is, man, the, the media have been kind of trying to put this spin on it. Like, oh, this, this yeah. shows they don't have confidence in Trey Lance. And I, mm-hmm. I think this was more an indictment. They didn't have uh, faith in Nate Susfield to be the backup quarterback. And that that makes a call. lot of sense. Yeah. And that yeah, was a good a call.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to Nate. Good. Thank, you. Thank you, Nate, for, for coming in that fourth quarter and letting us win a division in 2020. So I'll
3: be forever indebted for you. Because, you know, <laughs> But My bad. but My bad, man. I ain't mean to insult your cuz, man. My bad. <laughs> notice notice, fam. this like.
0: Oh no, no. They no. Oh no. I lo- oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, that's cool. Yeah, don't that's you gotta take that cool now. That ain't, that, ain't got, that got nothing to do with <laughs> me. But I appreciate you name, stuff, But you know, he got it, he got his big back, so it was all good. He, he played against Garrett Gary Gilbert. He was playing against a guy that was bathing his kid on a Tuesday and on a Thursday had to play Tuesday night. No. Cool, not cool, know what it
3: is. <laughs> <You be> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say this, man. I, I will be shocked if the 49ers don't start 2 0. Now, now, when we get to Denver week three, a little bit more interesting matchup. Uh, I'd feel a lot better about that matchup if we had Jimmy Ward. Uh, but he's got at least the four first four weeks. Um, uh, so that's going to be a bit of a question mark. But, I mean, the Bears and, and the Seahawks, man, we should be able to win those two games. That's what I, said,
1: yeah. I think you're going to have two, two, two in our teams because the Broncos have Seattle, then they have Houston, and then we play you guys.
3: Yeah, yeah. That that should be a matchup of uh, undefeated, which, mm-hmm. you know, sounds kind of lame <laughs> to talk about that in week three, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely appreciate you for coming on, Box. Um, tell them where they can find your social media and all that. Pushed
3: up. Man, I, honestly if you follow me on social media you're just gonna see me talking about my personal uh business uh so if you if you want to see me talk some sports friday nights play is the place to find me uh 7 p.m eastern standard time
0: yo <laughs> yo that appreciation you for coming on box we definitely gonna have you on especially on, on our christmas
3: eve matchup so and, and I'll any, see you anytime, man. I'm more than happy to come and educate y'all about what's actually happening on the 49ers anytime y'all want, man.
1: And then I'll see you in week three.
3: We'll see what our records are by then. Yeah, right. man. We'll, we might have to have you come on the show week three, man. You know. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> but
0: yeah, man. Pr- appreciate it, Box. All right. But <laughs> well, yeah, W. Hughes, shout out to our guy, Box. So. Let's see, yeah, week 1 of well, week 1 of the NFL season and also um I guess week 2 of the college football season. So we definitely got to talk about the games that we're looking forward to watching this week. So, fellas, what is your couch coach game of the week? And we do have some stipulations with it, so definitely it's it's gonna be a game that you want to be watching on the couch that you want to watch from start to finish, and it it does and it and it cannot be your favorite team. And we also um, got some comments um, in the chat from the from a couple of responses on Twitter. So I'm gonna go around the horn, fellas. What is your couch coach game of the week, Jordan?
1: Well, since it's not the Denver Broncos, I have to go with the uh, Raiders and the Chargers. You looked at that matchup last year when they both needed to tie to get into the playoffs and guess what the Raiders are not the Raiders the Chargers decided let's go for the win and what happened the Raiders decided to go for the win so it kind of hurt them in that way but we know these divisional games are key to making the playoffs so I have to go with that one just because the last matchup in week uh what was that 18 was a great matchup It, it should be one of those that. From start to finish, you'll want to watch. It'll be close. It'll probably come down to a field goal like it did last year. Or, hey, maybe even a tie.
0: Hmm. Right, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> but, yeah. Maui, what's your couch coach game of the week?
2: Well, that I had a few, but that's, that's definitely one. Um I'm going to say the Bills versus the Rams. I feel like that might actually be a preview of the Super Bowl.
1: That's a really good matchup. Yeah, for sure. I know.
2: It's going to be a big and, game tonight. And to me, they are both Super Bowl favorites. I guess you could say. So somebody's going to have to come out of that game with an L.
1: Or they could tie.
2: It's not yeah. going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I really
2: feel that happening. I, I but, don't think um, so either. I would have <laughs> picked another game because that's the type of person I am. But I waited because in the next segment, the game is in that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. It's all good. Hey, if you got, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, this, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah. Right. Yep. All right. Let's see. I'm going to pull up those responses, but I'll get mine first. So, my couch coach game of the week has got to be the Cardinals and the Chiefs. We got a, uh, I think it's going to mm. be a, a, a wild, wild west shootout potentially. You got Patrick Mahomes versus Kyla Murray. This offensive shout-out Shootout. Playmakers, obviously. Well, you know, obviously the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill because obviously he went to Miami. And then also Mm -hmm. uh, D Hop, that's going to spend it for six games. So uh, I just want to see how these defenses look now without their traditional wide receiver one they've had. Right.
2: Well, at least he got Juju.
0: <laughs> That's true. He oh. does have a wide receiver, What's and he's uh, you know Patrick Mahomes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was just gonna say. At least Mahomes also has Travis Kelsey. One of the you know night, nightmare matchups at tight end. I mean, I, I don't really? know how you defend him. Of course, you guys know I'm a Broncos fan. I get to see him twice a year. Unfortunately, right. I yeah. I I hate seeing
0: them. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I'm, I'm glad we want to play them in the preseason this year, but thank goodness we had to play them in the regular season like we did last year. That was all the goodness. That was
2: embarrassing. Hey, don't Jordan, don't worry about it. They got Juju. I'm sure he gonna fumble and he gonna do a lot of TikToks and they gonna steal his bike and and some other stuff. At
1: yeah. least, at least the Broncos now have a quarterback who can actually compete with Patrick Mahomes for right, the first right. seven six years.
2: Right. They. Cardinals exactly. and the Chiefs, two the Cardinals and the Chiefs, two rich, rich quarterbacks, rich, mm-hmm. Richer than Rich. <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh my gosh, embarrassing of rich, Riches. But hey, hey, get your money, get your money. I'm gonna tell right. you one thing: get your money, get your money while you can, because right, you, you just don't know. You those the windows kind of close up for some folks, right. But yeah, so definitely huge shout out to everyone who uh, chimed in um, on Twitter, Office um, Coach Live. So we did get some good responses. Definitely, uh, we get it going first. Um, we got uh, a guy at T U G S 1717 on Twitter. Definitely hit him up. Uh, he got easily the Bills and the Rams. Shout out to my off the ball network brethren, my guy Mo, aka Mo Gotti. Uh follow him at Mo underscore Cheese15. Raiders versus the, the Chargers. Boy. Yeah, Raiders versus Chargers. Yeah, we got yep. Got that one. That's, that was your pick, right, Jordan? Yep. That was your pick. Yep. <laughs> and Mal, your point and your, yours came up as well. Uh definitely right. shout out to Patriot Sports Radio. Uh mm-hmm. at Patriots Pod, Um, Rams and Bills. Then we got uh, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. Got guys from South Florida. um, uh, At Sports Bliss with one on Twitter. Rams versus Bills as well. Let's see. We got, okay. So we got our guy Robert C. Lewis at Robbie347 at Twitter. Um, Since it's going to be. This is going to keep the Dolphins off of local TV in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, The real USC. Shout out, to, shout out to the folks in Columbia, South Carolina, the real USC. If you're from the South, you know what that means. Um, I'll go with the game as well. I hope Baker has a big game against his old team. So we got the Panthers. Um,
2: I, I hope the Browns versus cream Baker uh, Mayfield. Baker, I'm
0: the Browns. pop sorry. Yeah, and I definitely just huge don't, shout out to our guy, the part father.
1: I just can't see Carolina beating Cleveland, but hey, I could be completely wrong. I I <laughs> no,
0: if they got a healthy Christian McCaffrey, I think anything. That's a biggest issue is not having him available. But we all, we know he's good for the first few weeks. Um, our part father, shout out to part father, got Jeff uh, at J Hunt. Ooh. 006. Cleveland at Carolina is too juicy to miss. Right. Yes. Juicy. And then our guys from the Under Center Podcast at Under Center Pod. Got the Raiders versus the Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. Unfair Sports at Unfair Sports. Everything but Browns and Panthers has my attention. And then um, our guy, uh, the stay-at-home bad they stay at home, that Show um, at stay at home, that I want to see a mega billionaire sports franchise on a face off <laughs> against a Twitch streamer. Give <laughs> me a Chiefs and Cardinals all day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then also, we had another one here. Now, guy we got two quarter tweets. Definitely huge shout out to our guy, Pat, from the Say it Out Loud Sports my boneless wing brethren and and my co-president of the Mitchell, Joe Montana Trubisky fan club. My guys, (laughs) definitely huge shout out to my guy, Pat Graham and say it out loud, SP won. Steelers versus the Binky Redemption Ravelry Heart. So definitely huge shout out to I got Pat. So
2: (laughs) that was my pick, but I wasn't allowed to pick my team.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had that. Correct. Because uh, because right. I had Seattle and Denver. And then once uh Cap Church said, Oh, you can't pick your team. Okay, what's the other matchup?
2: Right. Right. right,
1: Because because
0: you know why I did that? Because I I saved myself from myself, because I do not want to. Commander Jaguar, you guys to death. I don't I don't want to limit that.
2: Wow, I you're don't. getting so mature. No,
0: no. I have another outlet for that. Trust me. I have another outlet for that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna like you said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like try to put lipstick on a pig here on Couch Coach Live and call right.
2: the beauty queen. Might as well. Everybody <laughs> else doing it.
0: I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, maybe down the line But nah, we're going we gonna to keep it Kind of a little, you know I think that might right. be best Right, right be best. So The penultimate um, topic before we head out So second to the last topic Bellas, we're giving out game balls For the first time, I think this calendar year So mm-hmm. we back at it again Giving game balls out Jordan, who's your game ball this week On Couch Coach Live
1: Well, we've talked about Serena, so definitely her, but uh, everyone forgets Sue Bird, who is one of probably the best WNBA players to ever play the game, Mm. unfortunately. Her career came to an end last night, but you look at her and four WNBA championships, went to 13 WNBA All-Stars and won five gold medals for Team USA. She's definitely going to be missed. Unfortunately, her last game was last night, where they lost to Las Vegas Aces by five, but what a great career, and unfortunately, I wasn't capped by a uh, you know a WNBA championship, but definitely a great solid career.
0: Oh. Yeah. Huge shout out to the to the MVP and and, and defensive player of the year, Asia Wilson. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> that, <dress. laughs> mm-hmm. Leave it that that don't, don't do that again. Now, <laughs> all right, <laughs> Maui, who is your game ball this week?
2: Game ball is going to one of my homeboys, one of the homies from Prince George, Prince George County, Hayesville, Maryland, where he had in 24 hours beaten the doll. And I can't pronounce the last guy's name. I'm giving it to Francis TFO. I think his name is. Oh. Yes. It's it, 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 um, you know, I'm kind of I was a little jealous because I was on the phone with my dad and I was having a, a really good conversation with him. And he just kept talking about the game. I'm like, well, damn, your son ain't talked to you in a month and a half. But he said, "Sean, this is big, man. This is something special." He just beating <laughs> the dog. Then the next game, he beat the guy straight, straight 3, straight mm-hmm. sets. You know what I mean? Then when they interviewed him, I was like, "Wow, this is almost like passing the torch." You know what I mean, with Serena and then him, and it's like they was like, "Are you ready cuz he's making it to the semifinals?" And this is the first time uh, American's um made it to the semifinals in the Open since 2006. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting, right. yeah. and I'm sitting there like, um, wow, he's not even like it's no anxiety there. It's like he's living. He's like, man, I'm supposed to be here. You know what I mean? So I think a star is being born. So shout out to him. He gets the game ball, Prince George County's own. Man, <laughs>
0: We definitely need an American star because I'm be quiet now. But I mean we, we had some guys that we was putting, putting down that putting putting them in that position and they they ain't get there. We was always looking for a Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi. Yeah. We we got we got dealt some bad cards after them. So but I'm gonna leave that alone. But like you said, hopefully you'll definitely be the next in line, especially if we definitely are yearning for an American star. Um, you know, from a male perspective. So, um, yeah. My game ball goes to might be the best team in the state of Virginia. We might find that out next week, potentially. The ODU Monarchs.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Twenty to seventeen win over Virginia Tech. Huge shout out to the to the good folks at ODU. Ricky Ronnie is. Got them boys playing hard down in the 757. Uh, four turnovers committed, four turnovers. Virginia Tech and uh, ODU took care of business. Definitely huge shout out to and we, you know, Springer alert. Shout out to my guy Ali Jennings. He's doing his thing out there. Had a had a great catch, um, you know, and in, in that game. So definitely huge shout out to to that. So Springer alert, and then. Just uh, everything, and then uh, by, and that crowd was just amazing. Like I, I could not imagine being out there, but I know that, that I know being, watching on TV was amazing. But I couldn't imagine how it was in in the stands, especially considering the fact after that win. And ODU once again, they're just <laughs> building a great program out there. It's um, definitely a huge shout out to those guys rocking those beautiful maroon and blue jerseys, people. Consider them as Carolina Blue. We can call them Carolina Blue, but when you beat Virginia Tech twice in four years, you're Monarch Blue to me. And they'll play UVA, I think, next week or the following week. So we're going to find out who the best team in the state of Virginia. So definitely huge shout-out to to ODU. Great win. Yeah, shout-out, man. That's great. Yeah. Big time. Huge shout out
2: folks. Just knew you was gonna say the Springers. I just knew he was like, they, 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 they. I'm like, oh, he's about to go to the high school. Uh, I
0: did, well I did do a spring alert. I did talk about Alec Jennings. So I did kind of bring up, yeah. But yeah, I mean I can because it's you know, and it, it look, no, I'm not gonna do that. But they had a great win, <laughs> they had a great win on Thursday night. Um, definitely, huge shout out to the Springers, Um beat Manchester. Now that number one now they're number one in, 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 in all the local polls one, one news leader didn't have them at number one, but that's okay. Like what, what Brian said if you don't like me, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you know but you know they, it's all love because I even made a joke about it so it is if, if this does get clipped up they know they know who I'm talking about as far as the news leader it's all love. And it's all jokes and tongue in cheek, so <laughs> you know, no animosity. But what now, but I'll leave that alone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so pick six times. So we got we're gonna pick up, pick six matchups. Generally, we might, and this could be a weekly thing. So you might have a situation where we have, you know, potentially six six. College games may have six NFL, or we may have three and three, or two and one, or whatever. But this time we decided we got three good college matchups, and then we got three good NFL matchups. And this will be a week to week thing, so you know we'll we'll go against our guests. So I don't know, we might have a prize or something. I don't know, We'll do <laughs> something. It might have, it might just be a big cookie at this point. But you know, we're gonna we'll, we'll do our thing. So we got our first matchup is Alabama number one Alabama versus Texas the student the, the, the teacher versus the pupil uh Nick Saban and uh versus Steve Garcia uh, and Shark I put it that way Jordan who you got in this matchup
1: I have to go Alabama I mean I know it's in Texas can Texas keep it close I just don't see it I think that uh offensive Alabama is too powerful they're gonna end up winning this in a, double digits is what I'm thinking yeah. Mm. What you got, Maui?
2: I, I'm just going uh, to give it to the underdog. I'm going to say Texas. I feel, like, um, I feel like something is changing. And like you said earlier, Texas is really trying to get the people to – this game is more important to Texas than it is Alabama to me, even though I know every game is important to Alabama. But I feel like if Texas really want to prove that they want to be that, one of those ones, you got to do what you got to do. Because we already know, like you said, you know Alabama gonna have the probably the best offense, but you just got to do it. You just you gotta you gotta win. Make us believe.
0: I know one thing. <laughs> one thing I know. One Hughy Hugh Ewers, make sure you park in the right space. Please do not get your car towed again <laughs> this week. But you got a big fish to fry. You you. You you think last week that having do where's your car moment, dude? Alabama's gonna take care of business. I, give me Alabama. Give me the fight, Joe Namath. Give me. Well, I hope
2: I'm right. I'm throwing it in your face.
1: Give, give me the give me the fight, in, <laughs> the fight Joe Namath. I mean, I, I would like to see an upset, but I, I just can't pick Texas. Right.
2: I
0: can't. Yeah. And those would be the games where Alabama just rose, rise to the top, and it's it's scary, like how they just it's like. They got that weird type of mystique where it's like the bigger the game, it's like too big. we're going to like us to step up. Right. So, so we got number 24, Tennessee. Tennessee is ranked versus number 17, Pitt. Who you got, Jordan?
1: I didn't like how Pitts, Pittsburgh actually, uh, you know, they won 38-31 last week. I just didn't like how they played against West Virginia. I'm going with Tennessee. I just think they're the better team. Okay.
0: Who you got?
2: I'm that I'm free. I'm freestyling. I saw a pit number 17. I thought it was a mark. I thought it was a mistake. So I'm going Tennessee. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm going Tennessee. Thought they lying to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, um we all going in unison. Well, you know what? Forget it. You know what? Mm, I ain't gonna be the lone wolf. That's not cute. Give me Tennessee. I'll be smart. I'll be a smart guy. Give me, yeah, give me uh Tennessee to fight Candace uh, Parkers. Give me Tennessee in this matchup.
2: <laughs> the, All right. The rushing Daryl Taylor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Taylor. A
0: lot of people from, from UT. Peyton Manning. Right. You know, a lot of yeah, we got a lot of UT guys. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. Uh we got Kentucky, number 20, Kentucky versus number 12, Florida. Who you got, Jordan?
1: I have Florida. I know they barely beat Utah, but I think that was more of a wake-up call. I think they're going to roll against Kentucky. Yeah.
0: We got Maui? Florida. Florida, yeah. I don't know. We definitely, we definitely need a tap break because we all like in unison. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, get me to fight all ball coaches. Give me to fight C-Speria's in this match. Fight
2: all game. ball coaches.
0: Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Seasburg. I mean, it's been twenty years. So I, I can forgive. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. So we got our uh, we got the Bills versus the Rams tomorrow night. Open up the season. you got Jordan.
1: I have the Bills. I just like their offense with uh, Josh Allen and he has Stefan Diggs to throw the football. I just don't know how the Rams are going to slow that down. And plus, with Matthew Stafford. How healthy is that elbow? I, I just like Buffalo as the more
2: healthier team. Yeah.
1: Who you got, Maui?
2: Donald's playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm? I'm. I'm gonna go Rams. Um. I. I'm, I'm just. I'm going Rams because I. I just want the Bills to prove it to me. I, I mean, not to sound that way, but I just. I want to go against them because I want them to prove it. You know what I mean? I don't want it because everybody's picking them. They eat, everyone's really saying that they should win a Super Bowl this year. And the run, they you you you. Like, I think a few shows ago, um, Coach, you were saying you and a gentleman that was on there were saying they stacked. I just want to prove it to me. So I want them to have like that everybody against me type of energy. <laughs> so so I'm gonna go Rams.
0: Yeah, um, this isn't. Yeah, I yeah. Give me the Buffalo Bills. J.P. Losman not walking through that door. Nope. Kevin Cobb's not walking through that door, but Josh Allen's walking through that door. Give me the Buffalo Bills.
2: Oh, I hope I hope I y'all, y'all wrong. So I, <laughs> give so me the real. Bills.
0: Give me <laughs> so the bills. in your face. I, 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 give me the Bills. I'm telling you, this is this this this, this is the different Bills team.
2: Okay, if sure. we gonna find out tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, then we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Arlington Football Team. I'm I'm sorry, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Jordan, who you got in this matchup?
1: This is a very tough matchup because I like the Buccaneers' defense, but I think Dallas has something to prove this year. They want to show that last year wasn't a fluke, even though they lost in the wild card game, and this is their chance to show it. I, I've got Dallas in a close game. She got Maui
2: bucks, <laughs> bucks, and they and I know one thing: if they don't stop putting, if they don't keep stop putting his business out in the street. The <laughs> time Brady gonna let them feel it. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he. Hey, he did yeah, them, I'm telling did, you, he got
0: a chip did, on. His did door.
2: them boys? Did them boys get um AB yet? I thought they he signed for a year. Is, is that true? <laughs>
1: no, I haven't seen anything. No, no,
0: that's not gonna happen.
1: Who wants AB scared. anyway?
0: Like Steven Jones dude, if you listen to this be the adult in the room and, and say no to AB because <laughs> because we know his dad will do it he'll pull the trigger on that and he would do it
2: mm.
0: he would but nah
2: be, be the adult A-
0: Stephen Jones
2: Hey, AB and Jerry Jones, they don't group me texting each other so nobody will know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> AB, I don't believe that we're going. We need a receiver like you. We understand. <laughs> I mean, they could use a receiver
1: like him. I just wonder if he's going to go off and say, Peace out, like you did last year with the Buccaneers, if he doesn't get his
0: way.
2: If you're going to leave us, just make sure we in the second round of the playoffs. Uh-uh. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yes,
0: I still can't believe he did that mess. I was like, that's wild. Like, this dude, wow. I
1: I was watching it on what uh, NFL Red Zone, and they were talking about AB, and I was just like, what happened? Because I didn't get the full effect. And then you had to go onto social media and actually see what actually, you know, transpired there. That was just a crazy moment. Yeah. That was an odd day, cause that's
0: when we played Philly, and that's when when the rail fell and almost hurt Jelly. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that same day. And I like it. That day was bizarre. <laughs> like, I, like at first I was thinking to myself like, "Wow, it's happening today." But yeah, yeah. Give me the t- give me the Buccaneers. I just I, I'm just ready for. Those bumbling idiots to be quiet. I want my town line to be quiet at 11.30 at night. Oh, I go to- <laughs> they get on my last nerves, like because I'm going to hear their mouth at four o'clock if we lose, and then they'll say, "Uh, oh, you know, we're gonna beat Tom Brady. Da, da, da. No, I want, I want my town line to be silent, I want it to be radio silent at 11.30 on Sunday. I'm, I ain't trying to hear nothing, but. So, in the event of a tiebreaker, the combined score for Seattle and Denver, uh, this is a Jordan Long special. So, So, (laughs) so we're going to do the combined score between Seattle and Denver. Jordan, what is your number?
1: I'm going 40 points. The reason why is, I mean – I'll give you my final score. I think it's going to be thirty to ten, Denver. So I'm going forty points. I just don't see how Seattle's offense stays in the game. Of course, I'm just being a little biased, but I'm going forty points is the total.
0: All right. <laughs> what you? What you? What'd you, what'd you <laughs> I just left my premium. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Um... Um, I put the Broncos winning 28 17. i got <laughs> do I need to say Pauls too <laughs> no 20 I got
0: 28
2: Broncos no, 28 no, no, no. I got Broncos, 28. No, no. I got Broncos uh, 28 Seahawks um 17 what 45 yeah
0: Forty-five. okay, you yeah, ask Say, yeah, I gotta do the quick math. You know, I'm, I'm from, I'm from in Rico County. Yeah, I'm, to a little wild to kind of uh, comprehend math problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> Johnny got four apples. He gave three away. How much
2: you got? Right, away? three and one. <laughs> right. That shit. Hey man, that shit ain't funny. I did that <laughs> earlier. Hold up. Who are you telling? It's gonna be forty-five points. So hold up.
0: I, who are you telling?
2: they're going to make at least 17 points. I'll give them 17. <laughs> you, know? So. you
0: know. And and, and this is going to be one of those where it's like this this is kind of like tell me that that your great grandmother raised you while your mom is at work. Right. i I'm about to hit you guys with a I'm about to I'm about to hit you with a price is right variety. Give me 46. <laughs> 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 so Pretty much, yeah, that's that's how we do, you know. Like, what'd be like $1. <laughs>
2: right, dollar, right. But it, so, you had it about the same? Though, you had the same?
0: It's 46. Yeah, I just did the one one number higher to you. I thought about doing right. 39. I'm good, either going to do 39 or, or 46. So right. I already had it in my mind, like. Right, they always like 501. And that person be winning, though. That's the crazy thing about all that type of stuff. So, I always, especially when they do like when we do time-breaking type of stuff, I kind of always be like, all right, I'm going to do some prices right stuff. Just add one. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: our guest, Jordan, tell them where they can find your social media and all your upcoming projects. What you got going on?
1: So you can follow me at scoop one I am going to be on the NFL carousel, which is Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. tomorrow with Couch Coach. I'm the Denver Broncos representative. We do have the NBA carousel coming up this season. Also, I have a, um, a live stream that I do on f- – Usually Fridays, this week's going to be Thursdays since I'm leaving on Friday, but that will be posted on my blog at sports-scoop.com and also read my blog that I write Mondays through Thursdays at sports-scoop.com. As well, I've had podcasts on Fridays that may change just because I like doing NFL picks, but that's where you can find me. All right. Maui, what you got?
2: Ah oh, man, DT Morgan seventy eight Instagram Deshaun Morgan Facebook. I wanted to um, um, you know me always. I watch a lot of documentaries. I want to send um, say everybody if you want to get to see a good sports documentary, the Lakers um documentary, the Legacy on Hulu is awesome. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of information. It's a lot of information that you don't know to the point of how they got Kobe. One one of the reasons why Magic kept coming back during the um Eddie Jones. And Venexo Exel years, um, you know, um, Bus almost owning the Dallas Cowboys. Like it's a lot of information that no nobody really understands. Um, also, give a shout out to my aunt. Deb, man, she just retired this week. Thirty three years. It's real big for her, man. So shout out to her, man. Yeah, big time. Thirty
0: three years.
2: Thirty three years, man. Yikes! Wow. That's a, that's, that's a minute right
0: yeah Ooh, 33 yeah yes indeed um facebook twitter instagram couch coach live check out the podcast anyway you get your podcast apple spotify with there. uh upcoming projects a lot of things so obviously first i'll be joining my uh my nfl carousel brethren uh tomorrow representing the commander so that's on thursday then also, um, after that, I will be doing the Commanders in the Chat podcast. I will be previewing our matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll have our special guest, uh, Mike Patton, from Touring the AFC South. You might have known him. He was on our AFC South preview with him and, and our guest, Stu. So we got that coming up on Thursday. Uh, nothing Friday. Saturday, NFC Beast. Um, definitely, um, I'll be on there representing the Commanders on that. Uh, Sunday, commanders in the chat. Post game, we'll be post gaming the sh- um after uh, Washington and Jacksonville once it's over at five o'clock. We'll be doing that. Uh, Mondays uh, on the NFC East t- um roundtable. <laughs> that's at six thirty on Monday with the commanders. That's we're cooling them with with the play callers with boxing and cool. And then Wednesday's Couch Coach Live, so yeah, so yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, so once again, appreciate you fellas for coming on. Come <laughs> uh, on, uh, uh, with that is concerned. So yeah, man. So we'll put a bonus this week's Couch Coach Live, man. We will catch you guys next week, and we're out.
2: You're welcome.